0: Welcome to another episode of the Break the Rules live stream. I am your host, Lev Polyakov, and we have JJ Carell for the first time. I was uh, on your show, now you are on my show here, and uh, Noah Smith for the second time around. And we couldn't have a different. A collection of people over here as far as the linking up goes noah you're living in san francisco you are an extremely popular blogger formerly a columnist for bloomberg the atlantic and jj you are a retired border patrol officer So uh, this is going to be quite an interesting combination that I'm really looking forward to. One thing that I would ask you, gentlemen, is that we are also simultaneously streaming this on Twitter. So if you go to uh, uh, Left Poe, you're going to see me retweeting that as well. And you guys are tagged in that, so be sure everybody who's listening to share that with your audience so that the good. I keep calling it Twitter. It might as well be Twitter. I don't care anymore. People are going to tune in there as well. So anyway... We are going to actually start right now from uh, Mr. Smith, because I'm very curious what the differences are as far as how you guys see what's going on with the border, what's going on with migration. So, Noah, number one, uh, what is your take? What is your lay of the land on what's our current uh, situation with the uh, border crossing migration that's going on with the economic Mm -hmm. migrants and also adding on to that? who would you say is responsible for the state being that particular way? And then I'm going to bring it over to JJ. But uh, Noah, uh, let us know what you uh, what you think is going on.
1: Right. So, you know, when I was a a kid, illegal immigration primarily meant people who would come over the border and would just um, sort of disappear into America and, and find a job somewhere and basically be without papers mostly from mexico um you know although of course there's also people who overstay their visas who fly from like you know asia or, or africa or wherever and overstay their visas those are, are you know more like high-skilled uh, types usually um because you can afford to fly really um but then most of the illegal immigration was from mexico and it was people who wanted to work mostly single men right and then around 2007 this drops like a rock and in fact all the data, including the data Mexico keeps on its side, shows, uh, you know, a net flow uh, of illegal immigrants going back to Mexico from America. And that lasted, you know, up until um, up until covid, really up until covid and 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 through the first year of covid. And then um, and so that was, you know, I used to write, look, illegal immigration is going in reverse because this whole trend that we saw during like the 90s when I was a kid. And like, uh, you know, the 2000s uh, up till 2007 had reversed. Then, you know, but during the Obama years, this other thing started to happen, which is that a bunch of people realized that they could uh, exploit our asylum system in a particular way that has no name, but which I've decided to call asylum spamming. And so what they realized is that they can come to the border, sneak over the border, turn themselves into the Border Patrol instead of trying to avoid them, just turn themselves in and say, I request asylum because the law, the U.S. asylum law says, if you are already in the United States and you request asylum from the Border Patrol, they have to give you a hearing. But, you know, if they they can't give you a hearing immediately, it's not like there's an asylum judge sitting around. In fact, it usually takes a couple of years to get that. During that time, uh, you would just stay in America. Maybe you would work, uh, you know, even though that wasn't legal, or maybe you would just hang around, or whatever you do, you'd stay in America. And then if you if you felt like uh, not showing up to your hearing, you could just disappear into America like the old illegal immigrants used to do, or you could, you know, maybe wait for the hearing and and most of the people would just get deported after the hearing, but it would take years. So in the meantime, you could live here, maybe even have a kid here who is then a U.S. citizen, of course, because um, we do that. And so then, um, and so that, so this sort of, and and a lot of the people who started coming were families with kids, at least in the, you know, 2014, 2015 or 2013, that, that era. This is my understanding uh, from, you know, just writing about it a bunch. And so, so people started to freak out about this, you know, the, um, um, the whole caravans uh, that everybody saw, you know, the people coming up through Mexico, mostly from Central America, from, uh, you know, El Salvador, Guatemala, Guatemala, um, countries like that would come up through Mexico and come to the border. A few other people like, you know, Haitians or whatever would, uh, would, would sneak into Mexico and then try to sneak across the border and do this asylum thing. And I don't know why that started. Cause our, our asylum law would allow this in 1995, but nobody did it. Mm. And I think it's just somehow information got out. Somehow people realized that there was this, this loophole, this exploit, if you will, In our asylum law that allowed them to cross the border illegally but after that just turn themselves into the border patrol and then you get to wait years for your hearing and maybe not even show up and so i think that that's what caused the problem and a lot of people were mad about this and trump tried to solve this uh with a whole bunch of things um there was the remain in mexico policy there was uh sending people to like third countries that basically we pay poor countries to hold these people for us there was detention things with the you know quote unquote kids in cages which of course began under obama um, but then you know trump expanded it and the uh, the idea um was well we're going to hold these people until we, we want people to not think that waiting for your asylum hearing is like a like a vacation you don't just get to disappear in america you're basically in jail for two years while you wait so better not come because this is what's going to happen it's not going to be fun and i think that was the reasoning obama said that to a video camera at some point point. and so i think trump you know trump and, and miller and and his people were really thinking along the same lines of deterrence um, that worked somewhat. I think just from looking at the aggregate statistics, you saw the, uh, the number of people crossing the border and turning them into the border patrol, turn themselves into the border patrol. You saw this drop in, uh, 2018, especially 2019, you saw a big drop and then COVID basically cut it off for the first year. And then, um, Biden gets an office and it begins again, like crazy. Biden ends uh, a lot of the, like, you know, harsh detention, kids in cages, whatever, uh, stuff, because um, that was a big campaign promise of his, he ends that, and people just start coming in a in a massive, massive flood that even dwarfs what had come under under you know Obama and early Trump, and um, and so that happens, and it's still people from uh, you know mostly Central America, now a few people from Mexico coming too because uh, you know COVID and because um, you know Mexico's economy had been a bit hurt, now it's getting better, so we'll see what happens there. But anyway, uh, people got really mad again. And, um, you know, you see all the like people come up through the border. It's like we're being invaded. And so they people got really mad and everyone starts. Uh, you know, during the Trump years, you saw this massive swing in, in sentiment in polls toward being pro-immigrant. People were more pro- saying more pro-immigrant things to pollsters during the Trump years than they ever did in the history of polls. You know, in the history of America under Biden, that's completely flipped. So people are just now. Increasingly saying extremely, you know, restrictionist things like we, you know, we're very upset about illegal immigration. We want something to be done about the border. We support building a wall. We support Trump's policies on this. And so Biden and his team, seeing this, have sort of belatedly scrambled to get tougher on the border and are trying to implement some re-implement some of the Trump era policies. And they're scrambling to try to figure it out to avoid a negative effect on the election and sort of a 2016 style backlash uh, in 2024. And um, and so I think that's my understanding of the state of what is going on right now.
0: There's a lot to go through, and I can't wait for JJ to uh, do so. But before that, I have one question for you, Noah, uh, considering the title of a certain book. Uh, Noah, would you agree with the sentiment that we are being invaded or disagree? Well, I mean, no, no, no probably not, unless someone's being a lot sneakier than we think.
1: Um, You know, it's possible that there's some sneaky person trying to encourage all these people to come and that there's, you know, the covert uh, operations of a foreign enemy uh, doing this. All right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how much I buy that, you know, like mm. maybe, maybe the, uh, oh, who's the Russian like CIA, like the FSB yeah. has guys down in, in, Mexico. you know, uh, Guatemala, El Salvador, Mexico, encouraging all these people to come and saying, Hey, did you know, you can do this asylum trick here? Let's help you. And, you know, giving, uh, the, the people, some of that stuff, or maybe the, the Chinese mm. services, I, I, the Russians are much smarter than the Chinese. Well, Russia, kind of Russia does
0: have a Bigger amount of uh, spies in the Mexican embassy than even the Brazilian embassy. But uh, I want to get to JJ Carell. Uh, Your title of the book, the title of your book, is Invaded. (laughs) the intentional yes. destruction of the American immigration system. So based on what uh, Noah was talking about, where do you agree? Where do you disagree? And let's uh, go from there. And also be sure to tell people about yourself as far as like your former border patrol agent and anything else that you would say would be relevant to like how you see what's going on right now.
2: Okay. Um, first, thanks for having me on to have this this conversation. And um, because I think it's the, the number one issue facing America. A nation cannot be a nation that is not sovereign. We are not sovereign right now, and I'll go through the numbers. So I joined the Border patrol in 1997. I cut my teeth in my first decade down in the Tijuana border as a journeyman agent, then, then promoted to a supervisor. I ran ATV units and special units. I took a lateral transfer up to San Clemente Border Patrol Station, which is in Orange County. I created a uh, 60-man maritime unit. First time ever called Coastal Border Enforcement Team, CBET for short. We have a lot of acronyms in, in law enforcement. So CBET was we, we worked the coastline. We didn't work the maritime. We were on the coastline. We would track all the, the smuggling loads coming in from Mexico, be it the human smuggling, which ultimately turned over Sinaloa, Cartel, El Chapo, Guzman took over. Uh, all those smuggling routes, then it just became a narcotic unit. We just arresting uh, thousands of pounds of narcotics, um, 30, 35 illegal aliens be US citizens, gang members, combination there of the mules to bring the dope up off the coastline, up into, uh, up into our cities. The farthest north I ever went was just south of San Francisco. That's how far out they were going. It was insane. Um, multi-engine boats. Uh, what gives me, I believe, a very unique perspective on this is I did it. I was there. I was there during Clinton and Bush and, and Obama and Trump. And now this guy, Biden. Um, so I, I've been down in the weeds doing it. But I also took promotions and promoted up into the higher ranks in the border patrol. So I have like a, a 10 20,000 foot view. I know what's actually going on up in a 30,000 foot view in DHS because I had to implement their policies and know how they did it, how they structured the the procedures of following the law. So I have a very unique perspective on this. I lived it, I did it. Um, I've only been retired for two years. I have all my contacts, former colleagues, colleagues that are working uh, on the border now and up in the offices of DHS and ICE, et cetera, et cetera. While I say, let me say why I believe this is an invasion. Let me just run the numbers down. To you prior to trump leaving office and i will make this very clear i i am a trump guy uh america first he was the greatest border president that i ever worked for period at the end of trump's term we were averaging 560 arrests in all of america all the borders northern borders southern borders post coastline 560. every one of those individuals was deported no one Let me repeat, zero were released onto the street. The moment Biden took office, my daily 24 hour reports went from 560 to over 5,000 a day. Okay. We are now anywhere between 15 and 20,000 a day that are arrested. And then 85 to that DHS is claiming 85% are being released. They say that's the minimum. I believe it's closer to 90, 95%. So 20,000, 15 to 20,000 a day are being released onto our streets on some BS parole, parole system. We'll get into that. So they parole them in for asylum. There's a whole litany of procedures that they do that is, is not only unconstitutional and a bastardization of the law. It's morally bankrupt, morally bankrupt. And we can get into that later. Last year. 2023, FY federal years go from October 1 to September 31st. Last year, we arrested 3.2 million people in the border nationwide, 3.2 million. So almost 3 million or more were released. All of my sources, all of my experience tell me that every year, minimum, another 3 to 5 million people are crossing the border undetected, absconding. Because at any given time of the day and night, only 80% of the border is manned, meaning there's 80% of the whole 2,000 miles on the southern border, there's not one single Border Patrol agent. They have closed the checkpoints, and all the Border Patrol has turned into is a processing center. Asylum has skyrocketed, and Noah mentioned that, and he's right, under Biden's uh, asylum skyrocketed. Well, why is that? Is because he invited them in on day one. He actually said, come in, we will take care of you. And they've come. You can't get asylum by jumping the border. You have to get asylum in the embassies or the ports of entry. You don't get asylum by jumping the border and giving yourself over to border patrol because we would take you right down the port of entry and release you. and You go down to the port, the OFO officers, and they would write you up for asylum. 90 something percent of all asylum cases discharged cannot come in. We flipped it under Biden, over 90% of all asylum cases that are heard there's over 3.5 million asylum cases backlogged and they're going up to about 200 to 300,000 more a month, okay? This is all a joke. They destroyed the the whole immigration system. There's less than 900 asylum officers in DHS. 900 are adjudicating 3.5 million backlog with ten thousands and thousands a day coming in. It's a joke. They're going, to, they're going to go for amnesty. That's always their end goal for everything. I believe ultimately my argument today is very simple. Very simple. There is legal immigration, which I love, and Americans love that. Some of the greatest patriotic Americans living today are people that naturalized into America legal citizens. No issue with that. We can have a discussion if we need to have more or less, keep it the same, that's fine. You do that in Congress. What we're talking about is illegal immigration. If you do not have a border and have sovereignty, you do not have a nation. 50, over 50 million people who live in the United States are right now, residents are not foreign born, excuse me, they're not native born. They're foreign nationals. There's almost 40 million illegal aliens in America right now. and I can go through the data. It is insane what's happening to America. And ultimately, ultimately, I believe this lays right at the feet. And look, I'm not, I, I vote Republican because I have to. I can't stand the Republican Party. However, I will say this unequivocally. This is a uniparty issue. The Republicans, I don't believe, are as guilty or malicious as Democrats, but they are right, they are partners in this and they are destroying the United States of America. You cannot look at it any other way if you just want to look at it demographically. These are numbers, and this needs to be pointed out. This no longer, and Noah uh, alluded to this, 30% of everyone that's crossing the border are other than Mexican. We're not getting Mexican nationals. 70% are coming from 180 nations Out of 195 nations on planet earth right now so this is not a race ethnic religious argument this is a number this is a demographic and you cannot have this wave invasion of a people coming in and think that nothing is going to happen
0: noah's response but also jj can you please tap your mic i want to make sure you're using the correct one Okay, we're good. just just making sure. All right, All right Noah, that was quite a, quite a lot. Uh, let me know what you want to start with here, your thoughts. Well,
1: I think that what you know what JJ's saying is basically the the sentiment of a lot of American people, I'd say the majority of Americans right now. Uh, people love legal immigration. They did not like Donald Trump's attack on legal immigration. They did not like, you know Steve Miller and these guys and Bannon. Characterizing legal immigrants as you know some sort of uh, fifth column in the nation—they didn't have any use for I, that. I
2: don't think I, don't, I disagree. Hold on a second. No, I don't mean to interrupt, but I don't—I don't ever remember them saying legal immigration. God. This is something that happens. You—they conflate this. I never heard him say any of those three people. Stephen Miller, who I think is incredibly brilliant, Bannon's incredible. He's in his—you don't have to like how he says. You don't have to like Trump's tweets. But nobody complained about legal immigration.
0: Oh, we got to find the source. So, Noah, what would be the source where we would be able to read these exact quotes that you're talking about here? So
1: start with Bannon's quote about Asian CEOs in American companies and how he doesn't think that they'll uh, understand American values and have loyalty to America. He said that shortly before Trump was elected the first time uh, in 2016. So let's hold on. Bannon quote, I'll, I'll... Fire up the old browser.
0: And everybody subscribe when you guys are listening right now. Be sure to click the subscribe button. Click the bell. You know me. I'm looking for any opportunity to show the show once there is a moment of lull. And also patreon.com slash break the rules. Right. And also if you guys want to eat really good protein, LandOfBiltong.com. Put in code word BTR and you're going to get a percentage off. And it's really high quality South African biltong. I guarantee you guys are going to enjoy it uh, very, very much. Uh, but anyway, as far as uh, these things go, I'm not really sure what the exact quote about uh, Asians was there. But, uh, J.J., if that were the case with Bannon, would that change anything as far as the bigger picture for you or uh, not?
2: No, I'm not I'm not here to argue about Bannon or anybody. You know what? We can take Trump completely. I just use his statistics. Let's just take Trump completely out of it. Does bringing in over since Joe Biden took office. He is now a claim. This is DHS numbers, and I don't agree with DHS numbers. I think they're all lies. But let's just use their data. They claim and they show statistically 11 million people they've arrested. From 11 million, he's released between nine and 10 million of them.
1: Another question. I have a question. Yeah. Of those 11 million arrests, how many people are people who are just getting dumped and coming back and getting arrested a second time? Same person?
2: None. None,
1: no. really. So, wait. If I'm if I'm from like El Salvador, I come through Mexico, I sneak across the border, I get arrested. You dump me back at the released. port.
2: You nope. get released, and nope. I
1: never come back.
2: You re- no, 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 that? no. no. So I'm a guy from El Salvador. I jump the border. I yeah. come up to a border patrol. They arrest me, and I'm released. Yeah, I'm released into. When I say released, I'm Mexico. released into. Say I'm released into Mexico. No, no, no. You, you can't get Trump, deported. You, would, you, you said can't. during
1: Trump, you'd release them at a. At a port no. and they'd go. No, no,
2: no. When we, when we under Trump, I said no one was released. Everyone was deported, voluntarily right. turned. But if I'm from El Salvador, I can't deport you to Mexico. I can fly you back to El Salvador.
1: So if what and I'm, then what I'm come telling again. you. What? Don't they try again? Don't they try again? Yeah. These guys? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm they got to like, go all some, way some back. These, Okay. So they're actually flown to El Salvador. They're not just dumped right across the border into Mexico
2: correct but that was under trump so let me make this right, very under clear trump, yeah. under biden 90 plus percent of everyone that crosses is released into america when i mean released i'm turning over to ngos or i'm call we call it street release where we take border patrol buses and we drive them into a city like san diego or or san, uh, san antonio or Rubalde and we release them into you dump america on the street dump them on the street by the millions. So Noah, that's <laughs> when I said that we have this nation is being invaded. So when I tell you that Joe Biden has has arrested 11 million people, released nine to 10 million of them into America, and I'm telling you right now, with no exaggeration, at least another 10 million have crossed through the open borders. All of my sources say it. We all know it's true. It's it's unbelievable. And, it, and and you know what, Noah? I always say when I have these discussions, I want everyone and I have it in my book invaded. I want everyone to fact check me, fact check everything I'm saying, because it's just gonna reinforce reinforce me. If I don't know something, I'm just gonna say, "Hey, man, I just don't know." But this was my career. I know exactly what the hell's going on. I, my last year in my job was Obama uh, Biden's first year. My last year, I, I lived it. I saw it. Is that now, you could, could I have ever no, if I if, I'll be directly honest, I knew that we were in trouble. like I knew we were in trouble and I knew I couldn't do this job anymore under this administration. However, I could have never, never anticipated the level of maliciousness and treason from this administration. never in the complicity from the Republicans. I'm telling you when I say invaded, I'm just not I'm not trying to sell a book. We're being invaded. If, if I was Japan and 10 million people ran across in the ocean and came across on their land, on their shores, would they not call that an invasion? Yes. The people that are happening in Great Britain with the boat migrants from Africa, this is everything that we're experiencing now is already experienced in Europe, but we're doing it on an enormous grand scale. So
1: and maybe- as we speak right now, Oh no! I'm, no, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, no. I'm just saying.
2: As you and I, you and I, are in we've been on for 25 minutes, and just by data, just by data, at least 800 to a thousand people have already crossed the border, been arrested, been adjudicated and released since we've been talking. I'm not talking about the people that absconded and got away or the narcotics, the fentanyl, tons and tons of heroin and cocaine, all that. I'm not even talking about all the children that are being sexually trafficked and all the sexual abuses. I'm just saying right now, as you and I have been discussing this topic, at least 800 people have crossed the border Mm -hmm. and been arrested and 800 people have been released into America. That's insane.
0: So, Noah, what separates you from also saying that this is an invasion? What are some of the things that are standing in your way right now?
1: Well, when people invade you, you typically don't put them in a bus <laughs> and drop them off on the street. If, uh, you know, if I was being, if, if you know, um, France were being invaded, maybe you think France is being invaded, like, you know, by, uh, by soldiers from Germany or something, it would say, hey, guys. Here's a bus here we're dropping you off on the streets of paris have fun so i mean whoever's working in the border patrol now i know you retired tired. is working in the border patrol now doesn't see it as an invasion or else is pretty calm no, and chill absolutely no. the
0: they're, they're
2: being directed in. noah no you're playing you're nuancing look you can call it whatever you nuancing. want there's i'm just 10, saying there's 10 million people in america and you're going to say that's okay you want to, What do you want to call it? Let's call it whatever. Not invasion. Ten million, ten million people walked into America. Explain right. to me, Noah, how that's going
1: to benefit America.
0: I'm waiting. Well, I, no, I don't I think won't. he's saying it wouldn't. Not, uh, it would benefit just America. Left, left then exactly what would you call it? Then is, is that invasion? going to be happy yeah.
1: times? I mean, I
2: would. And what call is it, a... it then if it's not invasion?
0: No, but I think it's an important thing that right it now we're, cu- we're kind of getting to, because when you pointed out, Noah, this example of the French and the Germans, what I think uh, JJ is getting at is that where we currently are, why I decided to go down the road of invasion, would be the equivalent of having Frenchmen who are secretly working for the German army that are letting all the Germans in. That that, at least from what I'm getting from J.J., your impression of the people who are in charge right now almost seems like they're treasonous, like they're intentionally allowing all of this to happen. Is that the case, J.J.? I don't want to mince, uh, you know, I don't want to. No, you're 100
2: percent right. No, there are. This is okay. in order to understand what's happening, Border Patrol has been in existence almost 100 years. We have our anniversary this year for 97 years. We never did this. Nothing. Never. Not one aspect of what we're doing under Biden was ever been done. Ever. I can go through the I can go through the little uh nuances of policy and law and how they're doing it. Fine. But they're doing it. They're do- it's all it's all unconstitutional, all illegal, how the mechanisms they're using. And to say that the border patrol, look, you got guys in the border patrol that are counting the days until they can leave. Let me give you a great example height of the border patrol, Donald Trump, 21,000 border patrol agents. We are now down to 15,000. We're going to drop under 414,000 and they can't recruit a damn soul to join the border patrol. They've up their, their signing bonus of $35,000 and nobody wants to take this job. And all the border patrol agents are counting the days so they can retire hit their 20 years. So when you start talking about, I mean, when you start looking at the numbers, and I, 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 this has to be laid out, right? Let me just give you, let me just give you some data. Chinese nationals, over 140,000 been arrested or released. Russian nationals, our adversary, 135,000 been arrested or released. Hundreds of thousands of special interest aliens from nations that harbor terrorism and are terrorist nations have been arrested and released. You know how many people, you know how many special interest aliens that I arrested in my 24-year career where I had thousands of arrests being directly and indirectly? I arrested less than five. You know how many of those five have ever been released? None. If I released one special interest alien, I would be
0: terminated. Wait, JJ, for the the people living under a rock, what is a special interest alien?
2: Special interest alien is an individual that is traveled from or through a terrorist nation. And has some some connection to terrorism. And when we would get a special interest alien, say from Yemen, I would interview. I, I would determine the gentleman or individual is from Yemen. I would turn them over to the Joint Terrorism Task Force J, (JTTF), which is run by the FBI and Border Patrol and a bunch of others. They come in and they would interview them. If they found they were to terrorism, they were a terrorist by their alert. They'd be gone and never. See, I don't know what they would do with them, but they wouldn't release them. If they turned him back to me and said, JJ, he is from Yemen, yes, he's Mohammed, Mohammed, such and such, but I can't make that connection that he is the guy I'm looking for. I would then turn him over to ICE, ICE would fly him back to Yemen and deport him. Never in 24 years, in 97 years of the Border Patrol history, would I release that individual, never. And I'm telling you today, That hundreds of thousands of special interest aliens have been arrested by the Border Patrol and released onto the streets of America. Thus, we have thousands of terrorists in our nation right now. When you want to talk about Chinese nationals, it's already been determined that Chinese CCP and the PLA have sent their soldiers in. You can look at the videos and the pictures. You can literally point the soldiers out that are coming in.
0: God, me? Do, you mind,
1: do you mind if I, uh, if, uh, like, I don't want to stop, but can I go grab a package? I'll be like, one minute.
0: Grab that package, Noah. I'll be while- right back.
1: I'll be right back. You guys continue. I'll be right back.
0: And so. while you're grabbing that package, I just want to say to all the people who are watching this right now, once again, you know me, full shill mode. Be sure to like, smash that subscribe button, uh, mm-hmm. keep subscribing, and also go to patreon.com slash break the rules, become a patron. There is going to be finally in New York City. Break the rules. I'm going to be going live with people on JJ whenever you're in New York. I would love for you to come down into the city to have like a one-on-one conversation in person. And there's going to be the first one happening with uh, Gnostic Informant and Jason Researcher Johnny. And that is going to be about Plato versus Nietzsche. That is happening on the first of February. So guys, be sure to go to Patreon.com/slash break the rules right now. Become a patron and you are gonna get exclusive behind the scenes uh streaming of this going down later on. We're gonna edit it, make it into a nice video, but you guys are gonna to get to be there in the background, ask some questions afterwards. So once again, patreon.com slash break the rules. We bring all the people together from all these different circles. I mean, what could be different than Noah Smith from San Francisco and JJ Carell, uh uh, from Kansas. You know, this is what it's all about. It's very important that we get these uh, uh, these people together. So uh, anyway, let's continue on with this. Uh, Noah, when it comes to all the things that JJ was talking about, is this new information for you as far as these uh, terroristic uh, countries and so on and so forth and the sheer amount?
1: No, it's not new information. I've heard similar things from a bunch of people. You know, in fairness, I think that these numbers are... Um, Probably likely to be on the high side, by quite a bit. But the, the you know the numbers on the low side are pretty high themselves. So I'm not going to you know say what's your source for that and you know argue about that because that's not something you can really. My do source free, is cbp.gov.
2: Really... Okay, but that's like, my source cbp.gov. That's,
1: that's not something you can really do in a in a Twitch stream, and it's kind of beside the point too. I mean, if you told people like three and a half million people are being released in America versus two and a half million. Who cares? Who, you know, how many of the viewers will care about that difference in that number? It's a big number. And I think that, that, like I said, I think that sentiment generally agrees with, uh, with JJ's, you know, with what JJ is saying. Um, To me, what I'm focused on, well, a few things. Number one, uh, you know, what is the, what is the policy solution to this? Like, what do we do? Um, number two. What is causing you know what's causing this flood of people to come besides just like the normal you know America's great, you can make money, live working there, and buy, that was always true. What's causing this flood of people to come suddenly? Um, yeah, and 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 I think those are those are sort of the. The main question's on my mind. Well,
0: there's a third question that I would want to bring up to you, which is, do you agree or disagree with the assessment from what I got from JJ that the current people who are in charge, including the head of Homeland Security, might as well be branded with the brand of treason and uh, so on and so forth, based on what is happening at the border? Like, the buck would stop with the head of Homeland Security, and as far as the policies that are set from uh, him go... What would make you agree with J.J. that what he is doing should be legally considered to be treason?
1: Well, you know, treason is when you uh, you betray your country. And if we start saying that, like doing doing things that we think are bad for the country constitute treason, we get that gets on a slippery slope where we start saying, you know, oh, you didn't give us universal health care. Well, that's treason. You didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. well, you know, well, again, going back to the taxes, example of the of the French
0: treason. of the French soldiers intentionally letting the Germans in—that would be the level of what we're talking about here. So it wouldn't if, be so much I about healthcare. Yeah,
1: these are like soldiers who wanted to, you know, topple the country. Like if I if I thought that, you know, the people coming in to this country—if I thought the large numbers of them wanted to topple this country—I would be more concerned than I am now. I'm I'm concerned, but I would be more concerned if I thought. Oh, my God, these people want to destroy our country.
0: Well, Uh, because well, I'm curious whether, JJ, you would consider that to be the fact or not when it comes to the people, because, yes, you did say that they are coming from a lot of these terrorist prone countries now as opposed to before. But is there anything that we can know, you know, just like from a scientific uh, way to know for sure that, you know, there's definitely going to be a certain amount of those people who are intent on destroying the country as opposed to just, I don't know, fleeing some oppressive regime or something like that.
2: Sure, there's people that are flo- fleeing, you know, the, the cesspools of humanity that they've been brought up, and I don't blame them for trying to come here.
1: Or but, China but is like an oppressive fascist state. I definitely yeah. don't blame anyone from fleeing that. No, but the question always
2: comes down to, is well, let's go back. People come to America for freedom and opportunities that our founding fathers from all and our grandfathers fought and died for. We own those, those are our freedoms and opportunities. In order to have freedom and opportunity, you have to have law and order because if you have chaos, 2020 riots, you there is no freedom and opportunity, you just have chaos. So these people are pouring over into our nation, creating chaos, and I'll give two great examples, the city of Chicago and the city of New York City. States of emergency. There are no more bed spaces for homeless. They have run out of money. They need not millions, they need billions with a B to make their, their make ends meet there. They've destroyed those big cities. I could go down small cities and tell you Whitewater, Wisconsin has 15,000 people. Joe Biden bust. Over a 1,000 nationals from Nicaragua and Venezuela. Uh, crime rates skyrocketed. Rapes, murders, everything you can imagine, kidnapping, sexual assaults have skyrocketed. This is data. You can look it up anytime you want. This has happened across America. So when we talk about being invaded, you do have, which Noah did correctly state, back in the day, I was arresting 90% Mexican, 7 8% Central America, and then two percent sprinkling some exotic from Russia, Yemen, somewhere North Korea, something weird would happen. But the majority, now everything's flipped. Now we have terrorist nations, or enemy enemy states. But you are seeing the complete destruction and and watering down of the American citizenship because you are now, and you look at all the data. They're all all the the blue states and cities are now putting legislation and demanding and talking about allowing legal aliens to vote like that would be okay in any world of sanity. So when you look at what is transpiring today on the border and is not being stopped, it's mind blowing. This is, and you asked Noah, you said one of your questions, the first one, how do we stop it? I don't have to come up with a theoretical for 20 something years of my career I was on the worst team, picked the NFL, worst team in the NFL history. We lost all the time until President Trump came. And he did several things that were very, very important. He went down to the Northern Triangle, Guatemala, El Salvador, and Honduras, and Mexico, and said, stand up your Border Patrol, because they do have Border Patrol, and or your military to stop these, these caravans and stop your people from coming. And know what they did? They laughed at it. And for 24 hours, they laughed until he pulled all of the foreign aid and brought them to their knee, begging, we'll do what you want. And it stopped like that. He built 25 percent of the wall, despite the, the traitors within the Republican Party. And then everyone that was arrested was sent back. There was a law enforcement action against a law enforcement criminal action. That's how law enforcement works. Now you don't. Now you just release people into America. It doesn't even matter. No, it doesn't even matter if you have felonious records. You've been deported multiple times. You come from a special interest alien. You're you have sex crimes. It doesn't matter. Everyone gets released. Everybody. So point Nine, five mm-hmm. out of ten released into America.
0: So JJ, I'm oh, yeah, I'm gonna be. Harping a lot on the treason thing, just because I always remember watching CNN shows where some important subject comes in and then they say, "Okay, let's move on to the next one." I'm not like that. I am going to dig deep, deep as much as I can on this because I think this is a very important point for the let's future of the country. I'm not going to yeah. shy away. So, in, in
2: my book, in my chapter, my orchis I call them black and white. My last sins, I dedicate a whole chapter of my orchis and I said, "My orcas is a traitor." I tweet it. I put it on my writings, and I will not back down.
0: That's the uh, head of uh, DHS, by the way, Department of Homeland Security. Alejandro Mayorkas,
2: naturalized citizen from the communist nation of Cuba. He cut his teeth. He is an incredibly brilliant man, very smart and determined. He comes off as very small and weak and meek like a little mouse, but he's not. He is the youngest U.S. attorney in U.S. history. He came from incredible academic achievement. And then in 2008, Obama tapped him to be the uh, department chair or uh, the director of USCIS, which is an incredibly powerful organization within DHS. He did that until Obama's second term, and he became the second in charge of DHS. And now he's number one. And when you go all the way back to 2008, he is the inventor, creator, and implementator, facilitator of every policy in the United States, Border Patrol and DHS. He created DACA out of thin air, just created and implemented it. He created catch and release. He created prosecutorial discretion. He created on and on and on and on. And everything he does is intentional and strategic. And I will not back away from being called a traitor because I know what treason is and I know what the the penalty is. So I don't say it flippantly or like some CNO cnn talking head of you don't get hair health care or you're you don't like welfare you're a traitor no i'm talking specifically about injuring the united states of america destroying its sovereignty and putting americans in peril that's treason and that is a proper Mm -hmm. proper label for that guy
0: so noah if we were on trial right now we have such a thing as reasonable doubt If we're talking beyond a reasonable doubt, as far as the actions of somebody in that position, who has that amount of education, that amount of responsibility, and knows what would happen if, for example, the Border Patrol was doing, as JJ is talking about now, letting everybody go. At what point would that become something that would be considered to be a treasonous action? Like, what would be required for that to be confirmed? I don't care. JJ, I have a question. Wait, wait, why don't you care? That's an extremely important because part I'm of this not, whole thing. Because
1: we, we already, like, we, you know, we, we spent all this time discussing whether the word invasion makes sense.
0: No, I disagree because treason comes with particular punishments. And I think that as people who talk about these things, it's extremely important for us to have an idea of what the legal system is and how the legal system should be implemented or else we're kind of like letting the foxes have their way with the hen house, right? Like we have to be responsible citizens of the U.S. and say, is something like this warranting something extremely, you know, something very extreme? I think it's very important. Um...
1: Yeah. JJ, let me ask you a question. What do you think is Myercus's motivation here? If I think he wants together.
2: to fundamentally transform America. If you listen how, to how? what he says, and
1: how? In what way? I just went
2: through the demographics. You I, want haven't, to listen, bring in I your... haven't
1: listened to what he says. So I'm at, yeah. How do you think he okay. wants to transform it?
2: You want to fundamentally transform America or any nation. You do it through immigration, illegal immigration, you flood the nation. You cannot. He cannot. And the Biden administration and the people that want to reset the nation, which is their words, not mine. I know I know the left likes to say that we're conspiracy theorists,
1: but we're just I'm just quoting what they've said. They are often conspiracy theorists Mm -hmm. themselves.
2: I don't believe in conspiracy theories much anymore because they're all coming to be true. But that aside, I believe that he wants to fundamentally transform America. That's their words. How do in you what do that? In way?
1: I, I know. I want in to finally transform women America too into a place where like you can take a train somewhere. But that's not treason. What? How do they want? To, do you think they want? Noah, that's that?
2: that's in, you know what Noah, that's insulting to me to to make some kind of uh, comparison. Do you want to take a train to a guy that's letting in? 10, 11 million legal aliens and and, and you're I'm just making a joke.
1: I'm, right just make, I'm just making I'm just making no I know, but it, it's not I'm making it's a joke. Not I'm a saying, joke. how do you think they want to trans? What do you think they, their America looks like? Their America
2: looks like a nation of peasants and a, a nation, nation where they can control. Can they control, can they control 80 something million of guys like me that voted for Trump that believe in the Second Amendment, believe that my rights are God given? Can they control me? Nope. They know i'm going to go to war they know if they push me and tens of millions of people like me that we'll go to war and we'll replace the government or we'll try to but can you imagine at the end of biden's term he will have allowed in anywhere from 25 to 27 million illegal aliens and it's going to go on for it forever how he needs to control people that depend on every facet of your life to survive is the government It's easy. You do what I say, you don't get your bread and water. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, men like me won't do that. We will not bend a knee. So they don't want men like me. They want peasants from Mexico, Ecuador, Yemen. They want people that can't read or write. All of these people, 50% of all immigrants, illegal immigrants, excuse me, illegal immigrants are illiterate in their own language. They have no skills at all. How are they going to function in our society? They're not. They're going to need the government 24-7. And you're seeing in Chicago and New York, and now they're all the data points. You and I can have have a, a, a nuanced argument about what America should look like, and we can go down the road of who's bad and who's not. All I'm saying is you can't have a nation with open borders. And then the ultimate question that needs to be asked and I've only heard this one time on TV. One time is ask Mayorkas, who refused to answer it under congressional oath. Sir, what is the number of illegal aliens coming in that you're going to shut the border? Is it 20 million? No, we've already hit that. Is it 30 million? Or are you trying to replace 330 million Americans? What is it? There's at least 2 billion people living in immense poverty. That would love to come to america and they're coming by the millions so mr mayor mr My- mayorkis what is it what is that number that's going to trigger you to shut the border and when you have to shut the border what are you going to do what does that look like oh you know what it looks like it looks like what racist people like myself would do build a wall make people accountable south of the border remove everyone because Everyone that's in our countries legally is destroying the American dream or the chase of it or opportunity of it for legal immigrants. We're doing all of them a disservice. We're destroying America. And that's how you fundamentally transform America into a cesspool nation where you have complete and utter control is you replace the population with servants.
0: Yeah, no, I don't buy this. I don't buy this. What's the part that uh, you disagree with?
1: What I disagree with is the idea that a bunch of people who started out as illegal border crossing people peppered with terrorists and criminals would be an easy population to control. Because that would be a really hard population to control. Those people aren't like, you know, like happy peasants who will just like work in the fields and do their jobs and obey their government overlords. Those are people who are just chaotic. If they're people who broke, you know, break the law to come here and habitually break laws and blah, 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 bringing fentanyl and terrorism and all this stuff, those are not the kind of people that I would import if I were the kind of person who wanted an easy to control populace. If I I wanted an easy control populace, I would... Well, I don't know. Maybe I'd move to North Korea. I can I can, g- I can give you a quick example. Orderly people. It doesn't. This this motive doesn't make sense. I can give you me. a
0: quick uh, example from this my people. For, I can give you a quick example are, from are, my people. The, people. Russians. My, the, the Russians. My the Russians. The Russians. Yes. How easy yes. to
1: control are they?
0: Well, they're very easy to control, and I'll tell you why. You just sent for, them off to war. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <And> well, here's <laughs> the thing. Got them. Here's the thing. For a long time, for a long time, the Russian people have unfortunately been enslaved by the Mongols. And most of the Russian people afterwards, they were serfs to the uh, nobility. And as a result, they got this attitude that, you know, it's okay that there's like crime and all of these rapes and all these horrible things that are going on in their society today. Very few of them do stand up. And those who are uh, standing up get crushed by uh, Putin's government right now. The reason why I'm mentioning it is because... The problem that I think J.J. is talking about here is that it's not like every second person is going to be a cartel member. There are going to be people who have been dependent on the system within their third world countries where they have strongmen, where they have cartel members, where they have all these mafiosos that run their lives. And these are going to be the people that... Back then, we're just like standing put, making sure not to speak out against the injustices while all those injustices were committed within their countries. And that is more of the system that I think JJ is alluding to here. The only reason why I would agree with him here is just because of the history of Russia and what happened there, and that kind of mentality, which I think may be similar to what's going on. I know JJ, would you agree, disagree with uh, that assessment?
2: I do, I do. But but we all. But ultimately, I want to continually circle back to the simple question. How is it? Doesn't we can debate who's here, how they're, what they're going to do. Are they going to be subservience or not? I know. I we can do that. Go down that road. I just want to circle back. Is this attainable? Is is this? Can we continue on this path of just allowing whoever the hell wants to come into America come in? It's illegal. It's called illegal immigration for a reason. So my ultimate question always comes back to, we don't have to like Trump. We don't have to like me. We don't have to like anybody. Can we agree that the border needs to be secure and it needs to be orderly? Now, if we want to increase legal immigration to say 10 million a year, I don't know, then let our, our representatives battle it out on the House of the floor of the Congress, make a law, change it, because they're supposed to change it. That's the irony of all of it. You have AOC, Paul Ryan's. you have all the spectrum. Calling us Nazis, Border Patrol agents. And all our laws are racist and we're doing this and we're, we're doing all these things wrong. Well, you morons, we're enforcing your laws that I, you forced me in order to have a gun on my hip and a badge on my chest. I had to swear an oath to enforce those laws. So my retort back is why don't you change the laws? And the, and the reason why they don't change it is because America will not stomach changing and bringing in 10 million legal immigrants. So they go the circular route and they come in with 10 million illegal
0: aliens. That's but the, how it is. But the other question here is, would America be able to stomach, or at least the people who are in charge of uh, certain facets of American society today, be able to stomach turning that ship around? Because the one thing that concerns me the most about this is that you have, like yourself, JJ, talking about all these changes that need to be made, but would you think that we may be too weak to implement a lot of those changes. Like Noah, what JJ talked about right now, is this something that could be implemented? Do you disagree with anything here? Do you think anything that JJ talked about right now is too much, is too extreme?
1: Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, um, you know, if we have um, the, the thing during the Trump years, in, in 2017 especially, I had people all over the place, all these liberal people that I know, uh, absolutely certain that the next weekend you were going to see, you know, I see uh, sweep through, um, sweep through American cities, go door to door looking for illegal immigrants. I said, I will bet you thousands of dollars that this will not happen. No one took me up on the bet, but. Which is sad, so I don't get to give thousands of dollars to a rabbit rescue, but um, I uh, it was it was overblown. Um, if if actually doing that were necessary to to clean this up, the people of America will revolt. You saw in the polls during the years of Trump, you saw pro-immigration sentiment go up, 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 and restrictionist sentiment sentiment saying, you know, immigration's a problem, blah, blah blah, go down down down. You saw a majority of Republicans on Fox News polls saying they wanted a path to citizenship for, you know, people who came here illegally as kids. You I had never ever seen such pro-immigration sentiment in America as I did during the Trump years. It was amazing. It was like this giant backlash against what people perceived to be the anti-immigrant nature of the Trump administration, whether or not you think they were right about that, they perceived it, and this giant backlash, right, and, and the um, Trump's absolute nadir of support, you know, the lowest point of support came when, uh, during the, uh, the whole kids in cages thing, where all the reporters in America, you know, CNBC and, and whoever, CNN, they all went down to the border, and they looked at these kids in the detention centers, And AOC went down there and cried at the fence um, and all that stuff. And all that happened. And I was like, well, guys, it's only Obama did it too. He's only doing a little bit more. No one cared. The point is people got really, really upset. I've never seen like such a pro-immigration, but honestly pro-illegal immigration backlash in America, as I saw during those years. And now I'm seeing the exact opposite. I'm seeing people turned strongly restrictionist. But I think if we get in an administration that is tougher than Trump, that's, you know, all the tough stuff about Trump times 20 or whatever, times four, I don't know, whatever number. If we got that in, you know, maybe we could, maybe we could, you know, get all these people who've come in in the last few years, maybe we could get them out, um, find them, get them out. But I think that the backlash in terms of what would be required to do that in terms of going through communities, you know, checking everyone's data, you know, when they look for jobs or get by a house or anything like just constant data check and, uh, you know, sweeps and all the stuff. Like, I think a lot of this would cause a backlash in the other direction. And then four years from now, I'd be sitting on a stream with, you know, um, pro-immigration activist who'd be, you know, feeding me some very startling, horrifying numbers about how people were being mistreated. And they'd say, you know, Noah Smith, don't you condemn racism? Mm -hmm. Don't you condemn fascism? You know, et cetera, et cetera, with very strong language. And Lev would say, well, Noah, do you think it's right to call this racism? Do you think it's right to call this fascism? And here I'd be. And so I just, you know, I look at how public opinion swings on these things and i think there has to be some sort of middle ground or we can't have yeah. every four years we just have competing claims i, I want I want, cut, I want to cut and, i want to cut the I gordian i want to cut the guardian
0: not over here before jj right. responds there is a comment that we got from kick by the way btr is on kick right now as well from patrick kick at Tra- one of those new zoomer platforms whatever ah. uh pat s fearson writes And this, I think, gets to the heart of the matter. Americans are too complacent to revolt, LMAO. And there are other comments like that too. The point is, is that I think what you are getting at is that ultimately when it comes to doing things that will be seen in terms of the optics as being cruel and unfair and so on and so forth, Americans are way too comfortable in terms of their material wealth, at least at this point, in terms of creature comforts, to really do anything about the problem. And they're far more afraid of saying things that might be perceived as politically incorrect. So in that sense, right now, Americans may be fuming about the illegal migration. But to your point, Noah, if there was to be some backlash of that like let's say Trump comes in he starts uh, doing deportation programs all of a sudden there's going to be a lot of pressure from the leftwards uh, activists and a lot of people are going to be way too scared to come out and say I'm sorry this is very cruel but it has to be done for the sake of the future for example That's one thing that could possibly happen here. JJ, do you agree that this may be something that we're going to be seeing? Like if there is going to be a flip backwards, too many Americans are too comfortable with their jobs, with their, you know, friends in the Christmas parties who are more liberal than they are, that they're just going to shut up, not say anything, and just go along with whoever is the strongest Antifa activist on the matter. What do you think?
2: Well, I think all you have to do is look at Chicago and New York. They're chasing their aldermen and city councilmen around, literally chasing them around. We see videos on TV demanding that they stop all of this. These are far left, left cities with leftist people that voted in all of these Democrats that wanted sanctuary city. Now they want no sanctuary city. They want them all out of their, their, their communities and they want the funds directed to them. And back to the point of, well, Sentiments going to be X, Y, or Z. I really don't give a crap what people's sentiment are. The laws are the laws. If you don't want to change, if you want to change the law, change the law. It's simple as that. I'm not arguing about what's what you think is fair and what you that's not how America works. America is a republic. The United States of America is a Republicans, republic style government. We send representatives, they create laws, law enforcement enforces those laws, and that's what keeps America safe and humming along beautifully. Now that has all been torn down. We have Black Lives Matter, police are crap, ICE needs to be defunded, Border Patrol are Nazis, and now we have chaos, absolute, utter chaos. All the, the, the border towns are destitute, destroyed, all of it going up. What? Look what's happening in, in, uh, in, in Phoenix and Austin and El Paso, D.C., New York. I can go on and on and on. They're all states of emergency. You have Maine maine just built a brand new apartment complex for 60 illegal aliens that are going to live there for two years and it's going to cost maine 3.2 million dollars are you telling me there's not some u.s citizens in maine that could use part of that 3.2 million so ultimately my question always comes back around you have tens of millions of people in the united states of america right now as you and i speak there are over five million probably six million now individuals that have already gone through the whole court system all their appeals everything and order deported and they ignore the deportation we don't have law and order we have chaos could you imagine if i was in i don't pick a cup hell i don't know iraq is they're devastated from us blowing everything up and i overstay my visa and they come to me and say jj you need to deport yourself like right now go to the airport and i go yeah go f off I'm not doing shit in fact i want you to give me more welfare i want free housing education medicin i want everything oh guess what my wife or whoever this woman is just had three of my kids you're gonna take care of them too they would laugh at me they probably put a bullet in my head or they would escort me right onto the plane to fly back to america but what do we do in america well that's sad we can't do that to those people We, we need to house them okay well we don't have any more space for housing Well, we'll take veterans and people that fought for our nation and just destitute Americans, and we'll dump them on the street to take care of foreign nationals. This is insanity. It's morally bankrupt. Our nation is in moral rot anyway. But we have got to get back to what's our law and order? And if you don't like the law, then change it. But don't say that it makes you feel bad. I don't really care. This is the law. Maybe I want that new Corvette. I'm going to go steal it. Well, no, JJ, you can't go steal it. It's against the law, dude. And you're going to go to jail. Mm. Okay, I won't do it. I will work harder and get more money.
0: Any, but uh, this idea yeah.
2: that this is all going to just go away because my ultimate question I like to ask is: We have 40 million illegal aliens in our nation right now, and, and increasing 10,000, 20,000 a day, 30,000 a day. What is what? What is your and, and Noah? What is your response to? We have to remove them. And if you think they should stay, well, well, what does that look like? Is that amnesty? What's the answer? I know what my answer is. What is yours? Is it give them amnesty or we do remove them from our nation because they're illegally
1: here? Well, so during, um, during 2007 to 2019, illegal immigration was in reverse. It wasn't, you know... A lot of people went back, millions, millions went back, and Mexico statistics showed that too. These were no, not. I
2: disagree. No, I, I, I have to stop you there. That I happen. lived it. I looked at the data. I, I lived this, Noah. I lived it. We went from 6 million people are in America to 11 million. It took us a decade to get there, and we all knew it was a lie. New data from MIT and Yale comes out, it's not even disputed. In 2019.
1: That's the data I'm using, man. I'm using that MIT point. Yale data. I know yeah, that paper. But, That's what I'm talking about. Yep. So it but showed, th- it It didn't show go, it, 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 it going into reverse. It, was it does. No, no, no MIT no. Yale data no. shows a decrease. I, I swear to God.
2: There's no way no, that no decreased from the time I got into Border Patrol in 2097. It decreased and then accelerated in 2019. No way. That's factually untrue. It's untrue. I lived it. I saw the well, data. Okay, Yale,
1: the, the, I've seen multiple sources of data. I've seen the Yale MIT paper you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I've seen you know census data surveys, whatever. I've seen Mexico's data. And it all shows that from 2007 to 2019, there was a net flow of illegal immigrants out of America. Some came in, mm-hmm. but more went out. People went back. Okay. And they didn't I disagree, go back by God. They did they didn't go back. By walking up to the Border Patrol and saying, hi, Border Patrol, please take me back. They went back by just driving a truck. And you know, no one saw them go back. They just saw them show up. And then they didn't. And then, you know, they weren't there at their house when people came to take a survey. And so Yale, MIT found a larger number of people in the country. They found about 20 million illegal immigrants instead of 11 million. Um, mm, so they found much higher. Yeah, much higher numbers. But they found the same. Sort the same amount of change, actually, they found a somewhat larger uh, exodus net net, right? Um, Of course, it's not entirely from people leaving. Some people died, but mostly it's people leaving. And um, whatever we were doing over those years to decrease the number of illegal immigrants in the country, we could do that again. You know, we can we can go back to that without sending people door to door to, you know, to knock door to door and do sweeps. We can just go back to those years. You know, and even those even during the years of the caravans under Obama and then the you know, first two years of Trump, even during the years of caravans, we still had we still had, um, you know, this net outflow despite those. So I think if we increase border security uh, properly, right, if we and if we close the asylum loophole that allows people to exploit the asylum system. Uh, if we do those things i think that we can give people incentives to leave on their own over time you know without um and you know not all are going to leave some are going to stay some are just going to die and have some are you know some are have kids and then their kids will live here and they'll be like well my parents were illegal immigrants fine my great grandmother was an illegal immigrant it doesn't matter anymore the point is that um you know uh all the, you know, all the people in the Texas border county. I'm from Texas and all the people from the Texas border counties, you know, they all they all speak Spanish and they all vote for Trump. Right. They all vote for Trump. And, they, you know, um, a lot of these people coming in, their grandkids are going to vote for Republicans. And so it's not going to be this political takeover. You know, the Democrats will be in power forever that people think on both sides, people on both sides think that's going to happen. We we had this success over those years i every data source i've seen says it i just believe it you know if you come here and say no i work for the border patrol it wasn't happening that all these data were false blah 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 people are coming in on net i am sorry you know okay fine then you're you're beyond anything that i know or anything that i can speak to okay okay then so I- let's let's go down that road number one first off, i don't agree with that data. i think it's completely uh,
2: 180 i disagree completely see complete uh, trend from 19 when I came to the border patrol, 1997 from five or six million skyrocketing up I don't believe there was a law I didn't see it i witnessed it non-stop but let's just say let's say you're 100% right there's no way in hell that I want to wait 20 30 40 years for these people to get the hell out of my country nope no not I won't won't that that's that's no I want a border president to come and build a goddamn wall from one side to the other. I want the military down there. I don't want a single person crossing our border on our coastlines and the southern border. And I want to turn into Operation Wetback. Horrible name, right? It's their name. And Eisenhower, it's a it's an actual official name of uh, operation under Eisenhower. And they all self-deport, and everyone laughs when you say self-deport. Well, you can't get a job. You can't live here. You can't get uh, medical care unless it's emergency, you're a criminal, you can't get a job, you will get the hell out of my country. You will, because you can't live. And the idea that I can, America, can send spaceships to Mars and take pictures and send them back and have space astronauts live in space stations, but I can't get peasants out of my nation, or I can't stop a three-year-old Guatemalan from crossing my border, I won't buy it. I don't. I believe it's all political bullshit that they want to dominate our nation and allow a bunch of servants to take us over and we become irrelevant because guess what? If I got 10, 20, 30 more million people and they all vote for Democrats, which they all do, then we lose. And now I'm now now I gotta why? Why do I have I have a young son? Why do I have to leave my country? in a way it doesn't look now. I think that's impossible. I don't think it's right. Here's a, here's an idea, as I write in my book. If this was natu- like natural demographic shift, whites are not having as many babies, which we're not, blacks, Hispanics are having more, Asians are having less, and the demographics change. Who cares? We're Americans. I don't give a rip, we're Americans. But when you artificially change my demographics in my nation by bringing in not thousands, But tens of millions of people that are not U.S. citizens from across the globe, I say no. And I say, hell no. And I'm going to fight like I did and I'm doing now just because I don't have my gun and my badge on and my uniform. I'm going to fight a different way. I'm going to fight intellectually and have arguments and then push politicians or do what I got to do or get the word out. But this is insanity that, that I have to wait for lawbreakers to leave my country. No, no. And if, if I have to wait, then I will no longer live in the United States of America. You can call it whatever you want, but it's not the United States of America. United so, States of America is founded on law and order. We don't have law and order well,
0: So So, Noah, in terms of just pure policy, would there be anything that you would disagree with and would not implement from what J.J. talked about as far as building the wall and so on and so forth?
1: Well, I don't know how much a literal wall helps. I mean, I feel like we already built the wall with the Secure Fencing Act of 2006. Um,
2: no, we didn't. No, we. I lived it. I was there, Noah. There's no wall. The only reason that the wall works. Okay, a, a simple question, Noah. Why don't people just live in a under house the wall? Or apartment?
1: What? Why don't people just dig a tunnel under the wall? Or put a ladder over the Do you have a front wall? door? I'm just, I, I'm
2: not being facetious. At some point. If I came yeah, to your house again. and I pulled your front door off, off the hinges, yeah. And then I ripped your back door off. Is that acceptable? No, because people are what going does to do my cut- question.
1: Your I'll question. Okay. I'll, I'll answer
2: your question directly. And I'm to tunnel under the wall. Questions.
1: How do you stop the tunneling under the wall? You have tunnel task force. It takes tunnel
2: enormous tunnel. amounts of money to go to do that. Then the cart, the cartels are doing it. They don't do it anymore because they can just drive their 18 wheelers right up the and ladder. And you know how do
1: you, all right. Okay. And how do you stop the ladder?
2: Let me tell you, if you've ever been down the border where I worked, where the first wall was built in San, San Diego, I worked in Imperial Beach Station. If you go down the southwesternmost point of the United States, right on California, Mexico, I worked there. We were averaging hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of people crossing the border every 24 hours. It was bedlam. It was insanity. Rapes, everything that's going on now rapes, murders, every atrocity you can imagine. We built a wall, a primary wall, a secondary wall that's 30 feet high, gates, roads, ground sensors, lights, cameras. And guess what? I couldn't get a swinging dick to cross that border when I worked there. We were averaging about five people a day. Hmm. a
0: day, 24-hour J- period. J- JJ, JJ, if you were on the other side and somebody would tell you, you know what, JJ, how about you try to use a ladder? Noah was there with you, with his rabbits. And Noah would tell you, hey, JJ, why don't you just use a ladder? Try that. What would happen to you if you tried to cross that border that you just talked about with a ladder?
2: Number one, you're gonna you're going to climb a rickety rebar ladder. You're going to fall and break your legs, which I've seen it. People die. And by the time you get down that 30-foot ladder, I'm going to be standing and me, the border patrol is going to be standing there because my camera said, hey, JJ, you got 10 yahoos on some stupid ladder. And I would be like, yep, roll paramedics. I got two people with broken broken back. I got one guy dead and the other seven are hanging up there. So we'll wait for them to come down. You're not crossing. It's a dead man zone. We destroyed, we pulled, we took mountains like hills, not mountains, hills. And the Army Corps of Engineers pushed the dirt and the earth down to now it's like a little sloping where it was like giant crevices now it's like this you can't cross you cross you get stuck between the fences i come and arrest you i find out where you're at and i deport you and now i got now i've got command and control of the united states border there thus we have sovereignty and now all the legal immigrants that are coming across will get the proper wage they won't be abused as illegal immigrants. They won't be sold into sexual slavery. Young children will not be sexually destroyed in the hundreds of thousands. We haven't even talked about this. Look, we're at, we're at an hour and 15 minutes. We haven't discussed, and it's not not anyone's fault. I'm just saying this is how enormous this, this problem yeah. is. We haven't talked about the largest child sex trafficking in the history of mankind. We have not talked about the tons of narcotics pouring across our border. We haven't, we just touched on terrorism touched on soldiers from from other nations. Listen, man, this is not even disputed. We call it the trauma gauntlet. You come up from the Daring Gap, you come in to fly into the Central American nations, you come up to the border. Every left-wing organization, I have quoted in my book, right-wing organizations, guys like me, everyone, you know what the debate is? The debate is, is it six out of 10 Or eight out of 10 women and children are being sexually abused in coming up the gauntlet into America. The argument is not that how many people are being abused. No, 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 no. The argument is is it six out of 10 or is it eight out of 10 women and children are being sexually raped or sexually abused? That's insane. Hmm. That's what, but when I say we're in moral rot as as a leader in our nation, we own that. Americans own that devastation because we allow that to come up to our border. Look, man, you have 500 over 500,000 unaccompanied alien children called UACs from babies like babies out of the womb. The 17 year old kids are crossing the border by themselves called unaccompanied alien children. You know that they're all just released because of the is We can't hold them more than 72 hours and they're released and we release them to people we don't know. And HHS Javier Becerra, that buffoon, that guy from California, he got. A, he's already got in front of Congress and says, "Well, you're right. I don't know where the hell they are, and that's not my job." So we have now we have the largest child sex trafficking in modern history, and no one says a goddamn thing about it. And it pisses me off because nothing makes me more irate than, than kids being destroyed. But Noah and Lev, we don't do anything. We don't change anything. Since Biden's taken office, we have not done one law enforcement activity to stop it. Not one. Not one. I lived it. I was there. I talked to my mm. guys, doing nothing. Well, before. And, we, and do you know how many yeah. children come across our border every month that are unaccompanied? Mm. 10 to 11,000 a month, guys. 10 to 11,000 mm. a month. On top of that, over the half a million that we've already lost. They have no idea where they are. Where do we send those? Kids? If that doesn't make you sick and want have some border security, just on a humanitarian effort,
1: where do you send those kids?
2: It, it's a process, so border patrol can only hold them for a couple, like two, I mean, two days, no, I mean, three
1: days tops. I know, I know. Where should we send those kids? Well, they should not be in our custody. They're not. Where Where do we send them? Where? We, well, if we and, had and, if we had a border, they would not cross. Yeah, but no. If it, if we had I mean, a, I guess what JJ what, what JJ, what JJ is
0: talking about is a question. It? Well, it's that's a question of incentive. It's a question of incentives that I goes, I think, Love, all the way back I, to the I host country.
2: Love, I, I Let's get say it. they bump up on the wall. Okay, that's a fair question. I'm not opposed to, even though Mexico is a a, a rotten to the core nation, I'm not opposed to helping humanitarian, but not on our side. We have we have kids in in CPS that can't even get clothes. We don't, they, they don't even have families. And we're shitting all over our own kids. And we're taking care of foreign kids. What about our kids?
1: I mean, that's a, that's an honest question. What about our own kids? Wait, let me make this clear. So those kids pop up at the wall. Okay. And then you try to like find them adoptive parents in Mexico? No. We're talking about now? What we do now? No, no, no. I'm talking about what we should do in in what well, you should do is you JJ build a Carell wall. land president jj okay. carel's america oh that
2: would be a great america i have to tell you right what now. are we doing with Number president
1: one, president Correll? yeah
2: well why why is it why is it inconceivable to have a wall that stops all this i mean you have well, it suppose China it does. Does. you have you have a you have a wall in gaza well, why don't we have and let's say we stopped it why should we bring over kids into America? They're not our kids. To, be, to allow them to be sexually assaulted? We don't have
0: the apparatus. Well, the, uh, the the concerning thing here is that I think that kids tend to be used kind of like a shield in terms of the argument of saying, well, what about the poor kids? What's going to happen to them? And I think that that goes in the face of what is the bigger argument here, which is the argument of incentives, where if that wall was there, maybe there wouldn't be the incentive originally for those kids to traverse the border, nor would there be the incentive for the drug cartels to, you know, sneak, uh, you know, those drugs through kids and so on so forth which has also been done and they also give these kids they uh, from what JJ told me they drug them up like a 3 year old they just put them on the uh, on the shoulder of like some guy and he crosses the border with that kid and then they bring that kid up to somebody else. So the point is, is that what I'm really concerned about here is that if, for example, Noah, you would talk about what do we do with these kids as far as policies that end up involving America, there's always then going to be an incentive for those kids to go through the border until there is a barrier. And after there is a barrier, well, then that is that, then we have a barrier and they're not going to go through,
1: right? Do you really think, I mean, yeah, in like an idealized e-com model where everyone's rational and response to incentives in the real world, People are often dumb and irrational and will just not respond. Some people will respond to in incentives. Incentives don't work zero, but they don't work 100%. And some people are going to show up. And I want to know what that policy is going to be. Kids show up at the border. Suppose, you know, like we have all the incentives where it's it's not going to like help them. They're not going to, you know, we like, oh, we did this before. Do you, what do, do you we understand? do with the kids? What do we do? Well, okay, I know that you. during Trump, during Trump time. We were like, okay, we're going to hold them in expanded detention. Where did that get us? Where did it get us? What what do we get get from
2: that? What do you mean, what do we get from it? They're not our problem. When we have them in our custody, we bring them back to their homeland, wherever that is, and that country is responsible for their children. Just like if if we had 500,000 American children in Central America that were being raped and brutalized, do we not have responsibility that those are our kids i mean it comes back to look do we have a nation of law and order and a sovereign nation with borders or we don't and then we can get into the nuances of well how do we get rid of them well there's a multitude of ways how do we stop them well you build a wall you have no man land and when they do cross we arrest them and then they're deported as simple as that it's look This isn't, you and I, we're us three are not trying to cure cancer. We're not trying to cure paralysis. We're trying to stop third world countries, nationals from coming into our nation. And you do that by building a wall, just like you did in Imperial Beach in San Diego sector. It went from tens of thousands of people or 20,000, 40,000 a year to a hundred. And every one of those hundred were arrested and deported. It's not rocket science. It's because our nation, our leaders, don't wanna do it. And you have to ask yourself, why? And that's the question I'll throw back at you. They're allowing this to happen. They're doing nothing law enforcement. Why, Noah? Why do you think that our government allowed, per their own data, 11 million, they claim two to three million getaways. so let's say 14 million. Their data, not mine, theirs. Why would our government Allow 14 million people to cross our borders and just go into America. Why?
1: Well, because I think they fear the consequences of what they'd have to do to stop that.
2: No, no. This was already stopped under Trump. It was already done. We're down to five hundred people. Why would they encourage this is Biden down, down to five hundred under in.
1: COVID? That was COVID.
2: No, that's a lie. No, it's
1: 2020. No. I,
2: watched the, I watched the numbers. I watched the numbers myself every single day. It was my job. My job was to take all the aggregate data from the nation, look at it, and break it down to my station and how we can work better as a unit within the whole border pool. I watched it. Yeah, COVID was a part, but also. Tell me about 2019, COVID, not
1: 2020. Before
2: COVID. At, at the end of Trump's term, we were
1: averaging five to six hundred people. And if Trump's day. term was during COVID. What about twenty nineteen? I have to go back and look at those numbers, but they weren't. I want to see those again. numbers. Okay, if those, those numbers, we could realistically get down to. I think. Okay, those numbers.
2: I think the total arrests. I don't have the data on me. Let's say it was around four hundred thousand arrests. I think it was about four hundred. So that's about thirty-five thousand. Thirty-five thousand a month. So say, let's say a thousand a month.
0: That sounds about right. We're crossing,
2: okay? a 1,000 a day. There's 2,000 miles of the southern border. We're not even talking about the northern border, 5,400 miles. 2,000, 1,000 a day. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's like, eh, it's okay. It's like it's sprinkling outside. We arrest everybody, and they're deported. All good. There's a difference from, okay, let's go back to Biden. Oh, excuse me, Obama, Jay Johnson, who I will give credit that at least he's a stand-up guy. He said... And he's repeatedly said it. At over a thousand arrests a day would destroy the immigration system. Thousand a day would destroy the immigration system. Over a thousand. We're at twenty thousand a day now. What do you think the immigration system looks like? There is no immigration system. It's complete devastated, and that's what they want, and that's their playbook. You destroy the immigration system. You come out and say that what Secretary Mayorkas has said at nauseum. The immigration system is broken. We have to clean it out and start over. So we have to give everybody amnesty, and then we'll we'll clean it up and everything will be fine. Yeah, go pound sand, you jackass. No, we're not going to do amnesty. No, but ultimately we come back to the simple question: We were down to nothing. Now we're at twenty thousand a day, three point two million last year, projected at four million this year, and not one law enforcement strategy has been done. So again, no. I ask you. Why would the leaders of our nation allow 14 million people going to 18 million per their data into our nation and do nothing to stop it? I I really, I want an answer. How? Unless you agree with me that they're doing it intentional, I believe it's intentionally strategic. If not, I want to know another explanation. 18 million in our country.
1: Not doing a damn thing to stop it. I think they're just, they just don't think that that's that big a deal
2: no 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 i disagree you're telling me that that look biden is a bag of skin he has no idea what day it is those people in his cabinet and my orc has already told you i can't stand the man but i'm not i'm not an idiot that guy's highly intelligent you're telling me those smart people don't understand how bad it is
1: i just don't think they care as much they don't care because, because they're changing the country
2: and that's I don't why think-
1: they care I don't think these guys are sitting around thinking, okay, if we let these guys in, then like Hispanics will rule America, and the white not, people will well, just have to be a slave. We you have know?
2: 180. No, I think that's sophomore. I, I, you're a very intelligent
1: guy. There's no way that you believe. That I'm saying they don't I don't care think. Enough. I don't think that's what they're thinking. I think it's not realistic. Like no, I don't I think, think these people are thinking. Hmm. I'm going to rule this country by changing our demographic composition.
0: There there, there was that lady in New York. I think she was like a politician there in New York Uh who said that she was expecting there to be more migration in order to raise the numbers of people that are going to vote for her eventually. Mm -hmm. And we're not just so we understand each other. We're not talking about Mexicans here. We're talking about people from all around the world thanks to the drug cartel uh, auctioning system that they got right now. So the point is is that if we are talking about a a low-trust society, meaning like people from all over the place, In the short term, they would want to have like a certain amount of aid that would be given to them by these silver-tongued politicians that would promise them a lot of goodies. So if all of a sudden you find yourself in that position where you're from any part of the world, forget Mexico, any part of the world, I could see strategically for the Democrat Party how that can work in in terms of the long term. Like it does seem to at least make sense that way. If you disagree, let me know why.
2: But listen, okay, okay. Let, let's, let's cut all the way down to, let's just cut to the chase. Let, let's say that we will never agree, us three will never agree. Again, I come back to it. Are you telling me that there's something positive? positive 18 million foreign nationals that have no allegiance to America are poured into our nation? 18 million, I'd say it's closer to 30 million, but we'll go off their number. Are you two gonna agree with me or disagree with me that 18 million people into our nation is not a good thing?
0: Noah time to, uh, stand by, stand by your word. What do you, what do you think? Well, um, I mean,
1: I'm not so, I'm not that upset about it, but I recognize that the American people are upset about it. And if the American people are upset about it, we need to do something about it. Not for me because I'm sitting here feeling triggered. I don't see anybody flooding the streets on in San Francisco except the same old druggies who are always in San Francisco. But, but I believe we must respect the wishes of the American people. I believe that people, Americans do not want a porous anarchic border. I believe Americans do not want foreigners flooding mm-hmm. their streets. In New York City or Los Angeles or wherever they're, uh,
0: but you're you're an America. American too, though Noah. You're. A I, am part of this, I am an American. I am an American. You're part of this country, so look, I think but, we, we but have you know to what?
1: ultimately the... ultimately look. Here's yeah. what I want. Yeah. I am a fan of immigration in general to America. I think our country is built on immigrants, including illegal immigrants. There's plenty of illegal immigrants mm. in the past. We're built on immigration, but it's not sustainable if we allow border chaos to continue. Then the immigrant. Then there will be a giant sustained backlash against immigration in this country, not just illegal immigration, but all immigration. Mm-hmm. And people will say, we have to stop all of this. And there will be, and the Stephen Millers of the world will rule this country. And then that will suck. And I will be sad because, but so, <laughs> so we've got to, we've got to, we've got to stop border chaos so that Stephen Miller types don't rule, become emperor of America. You know, we, We've got to honor the wishes of the American people to have a, and I agree with JJ, that if you don't control your borders, that is a loss of sovereignty. If you do not control your immigration, if you do not control who's in the nation, then in some sense, you're not a nation. I think that's right. And I I think American people agree with that. So JJ, I just want to say, and and I've got to go, by the way, but I, I just want to say that although we disagree about a lot of specific things, I want you to know that I hear you and I might think that the numbers are different on this, or I might disagree about this or that enforcement method. And we undoubtedly disagree yeah. about Trump, but I hear what you're saying and I want to do something about it.
0: One last question, Noah. Do you think that when it comes to the kind of industry that you're in right now, like how you've been uh, brought up and, you know, you could say like first Texas and San Francisco, that the general culture is one that would refrain instinctually from ever taking a position that can be seen as being very dangerous even if it may be the right one i'll give you one final example if we knew 100 let's say we had president johnson jameson whatever and we have undisputed proof that president johnson jameson has made a deal with emperor xi jinping to take over our country absolute proof if we knew that Would we then be able to try them for, uh, what is that word, my favorite word, treason? Would you then, okay, so then you would be for treason. So then the only question is, again, how much would it take with all the things that we've talked about today in terms of like a discovery process in a court of law, Mm -hmm to then say certain things that are going on right now would qualify as that big T word. Like what exactly are the missing things here? Cuz JJ said a lot of things. I have to look through all of them myself in order to see which ones work, which ones don't. But for you personally, Noah, what would you take what would it, what would it take for you to be able to say yes 100% person A must be tried for treason and I am going to stand by my word as a uh, red-blooded American and say that when I have enough evidence for it? Like, wh- what would it take?
1: We have got to have evidence of motivation. The FBI or, some, you know, somebody NSA can find, if they can find evidence that Mayorkas is, you know, nobody just thinks this in their head. If he wants to destroy America, he's going to talk about it to somebody on some channel that he thinks is secret. We intercept that. If you think he's treasonous, spy on him, Find out if he's saying we're going to take America down. You know, America is this, uh, you know, evil capitalist settler, colonial bullshit, blah, 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 that needs to just fucking die and be replaced with something else. The revolution is coming. All that whatever. Right. Whatever. Whatever would would clearly look like treason. You find that, you know, and it's not going to be actually hard to find. It's not like he's like executing crazy opsac. He's like, this guy's not a Russian agent. You know, he's I hope I don't think so. Um, um, but like we can find n- n- it. nothing
0: in terms of actions, though, if somebody quacks like a duck and walks like a duck may not send secret messages talking about how he's actually a duck. Would that still-
1: enforcement of the law is not evidence of treason to me? And you go, I'm not a legal expert. You go ask a person who's actually even done a Wikipedia search on what the legal criteria of treason is, because I don't even know. I am just saying as one bum on the street who you decided <laughs> to ask is idea of treason. I'm saying if you just decide like I'm going to sit in my patrol car and eat some donuts instead of going catching some criminals because I don't give a shit and put your legs up on the dashboard, you're not treasonous, you're just bad at your job. And that's no, my No, that's that is actually
2: a- it's it's criminal neglect and that person would go to jail. Okay.
1: Criminal neglect. I guarantee you there's cops all over America sitting there you know, deciding yeah. ah today I feel like eating some dough. Yeah, but
0: that's like everyday cop Johnny. True. That's everyday cop Johnny. It is. We're talking is, right. about the head guy, the head guy enforcing a policy where basically hey, he's minute, saying like don't do anything about this.
2: Officer, if an law, law enforcement officer knows that there is is danger and he does not respond, and you can see it and see where he's located and his decision not go, he's absolutely criminally can be held liable. Absolutely. Hmm. So when you take a guy like Mayorkas... That has done everything, zero to stop the border and everything to facilitate it. We haven't even gotten into a FOIA request that showed that he's brought in 221,000 illegal aliens from across the nation, flew them in, and never reported it, never put it in the data. I have data that shows Swift Air Airlines is flying 7,200 flights last year alone, bringing in a million illegal aliens. I can prove that that man is a traitor. Now, will anyone in law enforcement do it? No. FBI, you're gonna we're gonna we're gonna sit there with Christopher Ray or NSA or the CIA. Look, I work for the government. I'm a law enforcement guy. I love my nation. Can't stand my government and I do not trust them, not one single bit. And I'm not afraid to say it. And I would also argue there are tens of millions of people like me that do not trust our government, not one single bit. Republicans and Democrats
0: alike. Hmm. Uh, Noah, before your final response, King of Biltong, forty US dollars. Good evening from Antons in Roanoke, Texas. Look us up for your high protein beef snacks. We send Biltong, air-dried beef, countrywide, and we'll drop it in your door free when using code BTR. That's right, guys. You are gonna get free shipping if you go to landofbiltong.com. I have the link in the description. Noah, uh JJ, have you guys ever tried Biltong?
2: No, I have it, but I will try it for you.
0: It's much. Can't say mu- as I have, Lev. Well, then get it. Go to Land of Biltong right now. It is amazing. It is much better than any beef jerky you've ever tried. It is beyond beef jerky. It is also fermented. It's really good for protein. If you want to start bodybuilding, Noah, uh, maybe, you know, you and JJ can go out and like do some laps and go to the gym after <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, uh, Yeah. So I'm just saying, guys, LandofBiltong.com. That's one place where you could find it. Also, AntonsUSA.com. Go there as well. Code word BTR, free shipping. Do it right now, and you're gonna support the show. Andrea, I see you thirsting after that biltong, so I know you want it. So uh, please go get it right now. Okay, Noah, any final response to what JG has to said, and then we're gonna wrap this all up.
1: No, I think I think my statement was pretty much summed up my thoughts on the on the matter before. Mm. Well, uh, with that
0: FOIA request thing, though, that's kind of a yeah, spicy meatball, it. right? Go for it. Well, is it already requested, JJ? Like, no, it's already it...
2: been done. You can go to go to CenterForImmigrationStudies dot org. Tom Todd Benzman, who has gone in front of Congress numerous times, did the FOIA request, came out and documented it. Showed they used forty three international airports in America, and we flew illegal aliens into America.
0: All right. So fact. Okay. Fact. okay so so if and that's let me the fact, let me just read yeah. you before we go. Yeah.
2: Treason. A, the crime of betraying one's country especially attempting to kill the sovereign or sovereign deed or overthrow the government mm. so there you have it and i'll so if, stand by it he's a traitor and he should be punished whatever that punishment ends up being i'd be glad and be right proud so that I so stood
0: so, it. so if we have that air, air airplane thing there noah like Isn't that enough? I don't know, like I'm just saying, if you look at that, look at it thoroughly. I'll send you the link, Liv, and you can look at it yourself. Yeah, would you then be able to to say, would you then be able to say like, yes, absolutely, or no, absolutely, because of this and so details. Like that's the thing with me, and you, you have to understand, Noah, I'm relentless. I'm not like these other stupid talking head people. I have a certain goal and I grab onto that goal like a pit bull and I don't let go because I find a lot of these programs they just beat around the bush they talk like, well, nice oh, nice too. to meet you and you know what I mean? Like, well, you tried. The point is, is that I am never going to give up because frankly, I think time's running out. We have this ability to communicate with each other on the internet now and I say, screw these rules. We're going to break the rules. That's what the program is called and I am holding everybody up to as high a standard as possible as far as figuring this stuff out i'm not gonna hold back because why should i you know you go lev hell yeah and that's where you guys you should get them Subscribe. Well, you're gonna get them too. You're gonna to read this airplane thing. I'm not gonna forget about this. Neither are the people that were watching this. You're gonna read that airplane thing, and then I will, I will read then, the
1: airplane thing.
0: And then then we're gonna to get to the bottom of this. It's over. All right. We're already living in the times when uh, you know this whole you know oh I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna it's not gonna cut it anymore. That's it. It's over. Right, JJ. We're we're at the next level now, and the next level can be supported by going to patreoncom slash rules, Become a patron today. You too, Noah. Become my patron send me money you're not gonna regret it because i'm gonna have these live new york city events i'm gonna invite all these people there to my apartment in hell's kitchen we're gonna have a lot of fun we're gonna drink we're gonna smoke (sighs) no actually i don't smoke weed anymore but if i would i would definitely smoke weed with all of you guys anyway we're gonna have a great time and we're gonna chill and we're going to have all of these live streams that are happening in the city, face to face, talking about all of these important things and getting to the bottom of it. You know, screw all the connections that may look like, oh, why are you researching this? Oh, like, you know, you're not supposed to think that. Forget it. I'm tired of it. No more. Right, JJ? That's it. Right, Noah? We're done. We're finished. Thank you guys so much for watching. I Thank really you. appreciate it. Nice to meet you,
1: Noah. Good to meet you, JJ.
0: Oh, and uh, uh, contact info stuff uh, you have going on. Shill time, shill time. What do you guys got?
2: Uh, You can just go to JJCarroll.com. You can get my book there, Invaded. Uh, You can see where I'm at on Substack and my podcast, Unrestricted Invaded.
0: Unrestricted Invasion. And Noah, where can we find you? you? Uh, It's right there on the
1: screen noopinion.blog no
0: op- noopinion.blog everybody subscribe to Noah subscribe to JJ subscribe to me loveslens.com that is my sub stack at lovepo on Twitter thank you guys so much subscribe right now click the